Welcome, guys. Welcome to the Fit Truth Podcast. I am Alex. I am super excited that uh, you guys are listening with us. I'm joined by Andrea from 410 Fitness. Um, and then I'm joined with Jen from Align Personal Fitness. Um, and we are three new business owners in the Maryland area. I'm super excited to bring this to you guys with a lot of great different content coming in the next few weeks, the next few months. Um, this is episode one, but um, we do have a lot of great content that we're excited about. Uh, a lot of different things as far as maybe different movements that we'll talk about, uh, programs, also different topics like women in fitness, what that's like. We also just want to walk uh, with you guys and talk about kind of how it's going in our world, starting new businesses. Jen's already laughing at me, so this is... This is already a good start. Um, <laughs> each week we'll rotate through who's going to host it. Um, so you'll get to hear a good bit from each of us. Um, we have a great um, friendship between the three of us. We have a lot of good history between the three of us as well. And so we'll get a little bit into that when we start sharing about our story. Um, does that sound good, guys? That yeah. sounds great. <laughs> Do it. Um, so, yeah, this first one. Uh, we're going to talk about ourselves, really just introduce you guys to who we are, how we got into fitness, what our individual businesses look like now, and um, really just let you guys get comfortable with who we are. Fun times. It's always a good, good first podcast to just introduce who you are. I'm going to make that connection. Fun times. Fun times. Um, okay. So, um, Andrea, you want to kick us off? Tell us a little bit about you. Tell us um, how you got into fitness, what you're doing now, and then we'll dive a little bit deeper. Sure. Yeah. Um, so my background has nothing to do with fitness. Um, I I've done a little bit of everything. Um, I went to school for video production, broadcasting, documentary filmmaking, kind of a hybrid of all those things. I moved to New York City. Um, to do that. And I did that for about a year. And then naturally, as one does in New York, you become a bartender, which is what I did. So I did that for a few years. Um, I was a babysitter. I played music in a band. Um, I was a barista for a while. So when I was a barista at this coffee shop in Brooklyn, um, I kind of grew um, quickly through there, spent about four years there. And the second half of that, I was actually the manager. So I managed that coffee shop moved to DC, got some experience in management there. I moved down to DC a few uh, handful of years ago now um, and started working with a friend in uh, operations at her prepared foods company. And again, kind of ran my way up through the ranks there and ended up being the director of operations there. So I helped her um, kind of grow that business from a very, like a smaller uh, I'd say we started with about when I was there with about five employees. And by the end of like the two years that I was the director of operations there, it grew to um, 12 employees. Um, during that time, we picked up a bunch of really big um, clients. One of them is a national client, which is really cool. Um, so the, the common thread through all of the things that I've um, done is that I liked the managerial positions and I like taking leadership positions. Um, so throughout all of that time in the background as a hobby, I've been in fitness. So I grew up pretty athletic. I played a lot of sports, mainly soccer. Um, 
then after soccer ended, after college, I just kind of turned to the gym to keep my athleticism up. Um, and so over the last 10 years, um, I really grew to love fitness and nutrition for myself. Um, and that kind of was in the back of my mind over the last five years. And about three years ago, I decided to make the shift into fitness and I made a career change, um, became a personal trainer at a local gym where I met you two. Um, That's right. And then spent about two years there training, learning a lot um, about fitness, about myself as a trainer, about the kinds of things that I like to do. And then about three, four months ago, actually maybe a little more than that now, the pandemic really shifts. It makes <laughs> there's no time for it. No, yeah, you could say so, three years and we wouldn't know. <laughs> exactly, it feels like years ago. It also feels like last week. So um, about five-ish months ago. Um, I was a coach at a CrossFit gym in the area as well. And um, the pandemic happened. It's 2020 for future listeners. Um, <laughs> everything shut down. The history books right now. <laughs> <laughs> everything shut down. Um, we went into quarantine. And um, about two months later, the gym owner of the CrossFit gym that I was at decided to close the gym for many reasons. One of them um, was the pandemic kind of forced him to close at the time I had been thinking that owning my own business would be pretty fun and I was a coach we met as coaches trying to figure out how to keep that gym alive basically because we had a lot of people who wanted to do it and I stepped up to the plate and bought the gym um which I was not big expecting moves, to moves. do yeah <laughs> early tw if you had asked me in January 2020 where I'd be not the owner of a gym, I'll tell you that. But, but what's funny is two weeks before you like bought it, we talked about it. Exactly, we did. Yeah, <laughs> Alex actually, we were sitting in the little cubby office that we had and Alex was like, yeah, I'm flicking through uh, the internet trying to see if there's any CrossFit gyms on sale. I was like, what? What do you mean? Just like, a, yeah, that's just, just a regular everyday <laughs> Monday through Friday thing. That you yeah. Check your email. Just, just Check thinking the about things. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that'd be pretty fun. I like the, the entrepreneurial uh, path as well. So yeah, then like two weeks later, it actually like fell into my lap and I had to take, I had to take the leap, so to speak. And that's where I am now. Mm, good times. Mm -hmm. nice. So not to like go back to your story, like to the beginning of your story, but when sure. I think of Bartender in New York, I think of the movie Coyote Ugly. Wow, that's definitely not what I was doing. Um, the thought of standing on a bar. Um, where they don't serve water. Where they don't. I don't know why me, that oh came. My gosh. I don't know why they came so to my house. What, Jen? I haven't seen that movie in forever. Now you're going to go watch it. I forgot it. all about it. Now we're going to go watch you're it. You're going to go watch it and you're going to go, did Andrea do this in New York? Was she I was. Um, I can't even picture it. I can't more of it. Me either. <laughs> yeah, can you write? Um, I mean, as I sit here in you my gotta pay tie bills. Tank, uh, you gotta pay bills. It's true. You gotta do what you gotta um, do. No, it was more of like a low key Irish pub style joint. Oh, okay. No, yeah, no girls dancing on the on the definitely bar. not the same. <laughs> I didn't mean to divert from the past, but that's just what I thought of. It. I was like, do I bring it up right now while she's telling us her story, or do I wait to the end? <laughs> I waited until the end. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, yeah, so you had a good bit of kind of like a lot of like, I would say 
things to jump through, like hoops to jump through. You had a lot of like kind of missteps. We're in a pandemic, um, like in a pandemic. So for our future listeners that are probably like babies right now, um, (laughs) when you get to history class in 2020, the world shut down basically. Um, And, but when the world shut down, like everybody stopped everything. So you like, you lost members in a gym. Um, even situations where like landlords were taking back leases or weren't renewing leases. Like you kind of experienced all of that when you took over 410. Yes, right? true. And you had yeah. like a good bit of kind of hoops to jump through to kind of get it to where it is now. Right. Yeah, definitely. When I bought the gym, um, when the owner sold the gym, he, um, when he closed rather, he sold everything. So he put, he said, Hey, we're closing. Also, I'm selling all of the equipment. And so everyone jumped on that. Um, and so when I had the, like a minute to talk to him about, Hey, I'm going to buy this. Let's keep it going. Everything was gone. And he was dealing with landlord issues where they were still charging him and he was trying to get out of his lease. So when I bought the gym, I had the members and that's kind of it. And like a broom and a mop bucket. <laughs> yeah. You had a name. I had a name. A some members. And a pretty a solid membership group and a mop and a mop bucket. So that's and where so it started. That sometimes it's all you need, but that's going to be like the best story later on. I know. Is gonna I know. Be like, this is now all that I had. It. And yeah. now look at Now look all. at me. Yeah. <laughs> As you're like dusting the dirt off your shoulder. <laughs> like flipping your hair back. It's yeah. true. Now that we're in a physical location, um, it's fun to look back and be like, wow, we did this. Um, but at the time it was the stressful. Oh yeah. Is it, it's, is it not stressful right now? It's, it's not stressful because I know what's happening. It's, mm. it's less stressful and just more, um, exhausting. I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm tired a lot now. Long days. Long days. If you're thinking about owning a business, be prepared. It's going to be long days, but it's going to be rewarding in the end because it's long days based off the things that you want to do. So I'm just going to put that out there now. Um, I'd much rather be working really hard on this and uh, over doing something halfway that I don't love. They're only like half interested in. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Cool. Jen. Tell us, tell the world, tell the listeners, let us know who are you. Hey guys, I'm Jen. (laughs) Well, I got into fitness um, probably in high school is where fitness started for me. I joined the gym with my mom. Our gym. I joined our gym. It was pretty much the only gym that I had really, for the most part, like I went to like a Planet Fitness, but it's pretty much like the only gym I'd been a member of. But quickly kind of like fell in love with like group exercise and group fitness. And that was kind of just how I like started my fitness journey. I did, I didn't really play sports. I wasn't an athletic child. I didn't play sports too much. Um, I did play lacrosse in high school, but we were not good by any means. It was more so like my Spanish teacher was like, we don't have a lacrosse team. Do you guys want to start one? So she put the girly girls that had never played sports. We lost every game. We never won. That, that builds character. That's what that means. Yep. That builds character. Exactly. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. We didn't look at it that way when we were 16. I mean, I feel <laughs> the same way, but yes. 
<laughs> but yeah, so I uh, joined the gym, fell in love with group fitness, um, and then kind of just like Andre, I was just doing it just for my own personal health and it was just more so of a hobby. Um, I went to school for, I started as pre-nursing. I went to UMBC. Well, I started as pre-nursing. At that time, I was working at a hospital part-time um, and then realized quickly that maybe nursing wasn't the track that I wanted to go on. So I switched my major to health administration, graduated, got a degree in health administration, was on track to start my career there. Um, I was actually working at a nonprofit. Um, but the whole time I'd been still working out, still actively a member of the gym um, and decided to start uh, teaching group fitness classes. I got certified to be a group fitness uh, instructor about six years ago. So I became an instructor at the gym that we all met at. <laughs> um, and I've been doing that for six years, um, all while working full time in, um, in healthcare and different nonprofits. I worked for Hopkins for a little bit. Um, but the whole time I just kind of was like, well, what's my next step? Like I'm working in healthcare. Like I just day in, day out, I go to work. I sit at a desk for 12 hours. I'm not really sure where I want to go with this, but I knew fitness was something that I love to do. Um, fast forward a couple years later, I got into bodybuilding, um, did that for a couple of years, had a lot of fun, learned a lot about myself, pushed myself both physically and mentally, learned how much I even more love fitness. Um, and I decided to get certified in personal training at that point. But again, still part-time, was never really considering making it a full-time career um, until about last year when I just was like, what, what am I doing with life? You know, what's my next step? Why? I don't know. I'm working in healthcare. What am I working towards? Like, I was like, I don't really see myself, you know, being... CEO of hospital or anything like I don't I just kind of it just felt, felt like just boring like yeah <laughs> that'd be pretty boss so, um, CEO of a hospital I know but it just yeah it just didn't didn't even that seem would be like something that interested stressful it would be stressful and then stressful or something that I wasn't really super passionate about um so yeah, fast forward to last year, I decided to make that career change just like Andrea and decided to dive into fitness realm full-time. Um, I became a personal trainer full-time at the gym that we all met at. Um, People are going to wonder. Teaching some classes. I know. One day we'll, one day one we'll day tell we'll, them. One day we'll fill everyone in. They'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll, one day when we know we'll we won't get in the trouble. The trouble. <laughs> but, go ahead. Oh, good. Jen, I like that you casually dropped... And then I became a bodybuilder. Yeah, and yeah. I became um, a bodybuilder. But then quickly passed over it. Yeah. yeah. Tell us more about that. It was a time in my life. <laughs> that was actually really interesting. Um, so, yeah, I was graduating from college. Um, it came the rise of social media. And I started seeing, like, all these girls on Instagram that had these awesome bodies. They looked strong, but they looked so feminine. They had muscles. And I was like... I like that. I was like, I like that look. And at that time, I kind of just wasn't really, I wasn't really, I had no goals in the gym. Like I was just going to the gym. I'd do some cardio. I'd take some classes, but I had no real fitness goals. I didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to look like. I didn't, it was more so just something that I did on the side because I felt like I had to in order to be healthy. Um, so yeah, I was at that time working with Hop from Hopkins and um, met one of my coworkers actually knew a girl that was competing in Baltimore and she put me in contact with her and she was like, I mean, if you want to do this, we can totally, I'll tell you, show you the ropes. So I didn't have a trainer. I trained myself. 
just I don't I don't know. And Jen is Jack. I know that's okay. That's really impressive, Jen. Let's make a picture for the world right now. Jen, if you're like, just listening, I yeah, think it's worth going back to this part of the video just to see the gun, the gun right. show. Like, just give us one flex right now. No, just, just, for, I know, spot. like, you, I mean, but you stood <laughs> on stage and did this. So, Alex, she doesn't, she doesn't even have to flex. That's oh true. Just sit back into your chair just a little bit for us. <laughs> just sit back. So that you can, yeah, that's enough. Okay. Yeah. Her, like, traps are like, She's got this tank top on, so her traps are all exploding out of that, and then, yeah, biceps. I had a client once that uh, saw Jen in the gym, and just (laughs) never, she never knew Jen's name, just called her biceps. Called her biceps. She's like, oh, where's where's biceps today? And I'm like, she's (laughs) off this morning. She was like, oh, is biceps coming in today? And I'm like, no, you don't get to see biceps. And so that's Jen. I'd love if any one of my muscles popped enough oh, for someone to, to give you a nickname. Right. Right. I never even thought it was my biceps as much as it's all of this. All you just this have great muscle definition. Shoulders. Yeah. Thanks. Thank and so guys. it's impressive like that nice. you did this with no trainer. So this yeah. is like, right. that should have been like the green light of like, I need to be in fitness. <laughs> I know. And I really, it still to me kind of wasn't like, I just didn't. I just, I like, I was on this track, like, I've got this degree, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And then fitness is always just going to be something that I do on the side. Man. Until last year. And even last year, when I was contemplating, like, do I make this shift? It was super just scary. Because I was like, like, I remember. I know. We had numerous conversations. Conversations with her trying to convince me. I (laughs) didn't try, like, my convincing was though, like, I'm going to try to scare you out of it. And if you still want to do it, right, you should do this. <laughs> and I think <laughs> that's how then, my convincing goes. I think by then I had like sort of my mind made up and I was like, well, she's not trying to talk me out of it too much. I'm like, you know, well, if you think that I wasn't trying to talk you out of it that much, then that's good. Then everyone is where you're supposed so to be. happy. And I was like, okay, they're all happy. It can't be that bad. Right. Yeah. We put on a big <laughs> facade. No, we were happy. No, we had a great team. <laughs> you had a great work environment. That was that's fun. Like, it was fun. That's what makes it. And that's what makes it, I think, in any job is like, what's your work environment like? Like, who are the people totally. that you work with? Like, I would, right. go to, I would go to work day in and day out just to hang out with you guys. And, like, people exactly. ask me all the time. Like, I would Snapchat during the day and they'd be like, do you actually do work? And I'm like, yeah. We actually, like, are pretty successful. But we just have a lot of fun <laughs> while we do it. Exactly. Like, what's the point if you're not having fun, right? Right. So the exhaustion levels. That was a big tell. selling point. Was exactly. that fun? Yes, I could not tell you guys were tired. All the no, time. No one told me everyone was tired. But those early morning, those like <laughs> five thirty. But, but it doesn't really stop. Like I think that's just it doesn't. When, you, when you become an adult, that's what happens. You become an adult and it's just like, what sleep? How do those I, six AM clients though, gotta be honest, that was tough. Yeah, they have to be very yeah. special to be at six AM. Or five thirty. Or five oh, thirty. That was rough. Yeah, I know. 5.30 and then a 6 a.m. class. That. <laughs> I know, that was your life. <laughs> the fact that you drive to work in the dark every day. And then much. left in the dark every day, basically. We're about to hit that time, too. Oh, that's real sad. But now I work from home, so I really don't leave that much. 
That's all of our stories. It's, really, just like, it's like, do I walk outside for a minute and then come back in? Or my neighbor is <laughs> going to freak out that I just walked outside and then came back in. Take a lunch break outside. I have done that. I have done that. Walked around the neighborhood a good bit. But what is life? You know? I guess yeah, I, quarantine yeah. happened. Yeah, quarantine. Tell us about quarantine happened and just like, you know, everybody else. Then it was like, I, I missed you guys. We didn't see each other as much. Then I had like, you know, didn't get to go to work and hang out as much. I did like, look forward to our Zoom meetings. Mm. I did too. Oh my gosh. Because it was I like literally really the that. only human interaction. It was like, seriously. It's like, where is everyone? <laughs> what are we doing? We tried to have fun on those too. What was your best Zoom meeting that we did? This is what I want to know since I had to plan our Zoom meeting. The one where you guys decided that I would be the first to die in a zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was yikes. Yikes. Unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the one where we played that game, which is the one that she's described. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The show I... one was good. Oh, yeah. What, what did I get in that game? Oh, uh, mostly was like most likely to kill somebody on purpose. Or something like that. Yikes. Yeah. Me, and, me and one of our other co-workers got that. Ooh, who was Jen, it? Jen was, oh. Jen oh, was yeah, most yeah. likely to die first in a zombie apocalypse. Andre, it was unanimous. It was like yeah, straight across the board. Even <laughs> me. Even I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I don't remember what my um, euphemism was. Man, that was fun. We should do that on here. Yeah. Just with other people. We should, on our, we we should have really like, fun. We should invite guests onto the podcast and let them let, give them like a phrase and let them guess who they think it would be out of the three of us. That'd be a fun recurring thing. Fun. That could be a good little game for people. I'm into it now. Um, Hilarious. Cool. So am I up? You're up. Uh, yeah. I'm up. All right. Well, I was born in 1989. No. Um, <laughs> to a loving family. Um, yeah, so I grew up playing sports. Um, I played, I was a three sport athlete. So I played basketball, soccer, and volleyball. Um, volleyball was just something to do, but I played basketball and soccer, uh, middle school, high school, and then played soccer a little bit in college. I played like club sports in college. So, um, so grew up playing sports, but then I actually got a pretty bad injury. I was like 14 and I herniated a disc. Um, and so that kind of took me out of all sports for, uh, I think for the entire season. I remember, I remember it, get, it getting really, really bad where like I was in basketball season and I went up for a rebound and I landed and like my legs oh, just yeah. like buckled and I just like crumbled to the ground. Huh. And it oh. wasn't even, it wasn't even like a home game. It was like an away game. So like I'm literally laying on the basketball court of someone else's court. And I'm like, I can't stand up. Can't stand up. They literally had to like roll me over to the side. And I just like laid on my back. And I was like, man, this is not okay as a 14-year-old. Um, Yikes. So like went to different doctors, went to different um, like surgeons. And they're like, I mean, you can have surgery if you want. I was like, I'm literally... 14, 15 years old, and you want me to have surgery. I was like, do you not want me to play sports ever again? And they were like, mm-hmm. I mean, you could. So with all that being said, so basically did the best I could playing sports throughout my high school career. Um, took a lot of pain medication for it, which was the like 
they didn't even recommend physical therapy or anything. They were just like, wow, here's your pain medication. And my dad was like, yeah, we're going to do this very minimally. You're only like, I'm going to hold on to this and you're going to, I'll give them when I feel like you actually need them. I was like, cool. Um, so that could have gone south. I know. So fast. real quick. Right. Good for dad. Um, yeah. Joe, what a guy. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so that kind of ended my athletic career. So I like kind of stopped. I mean, I played sports, but like not very well. And I wasn't that committed to it at that point. Cause I was like, my back always hurts. This isn't, this isn't the best. So, um, st- I mean, I still played sports, still played sports with my friends, just like as best as I could, just not to like any kind of decent caliber. Um, and so then, um, that then led into gaining a significant amount of weight because basketball and soccer were like my number, number one, number two sports that I played. And so I was constantly running all the time. And then now playing very minimally, like in soccer, I played, um, like fullback. So like defensive back. And then when I got injured, they moved me to goalkeeper. So I was like, mm, now I'm just going to stand here <laughs> and watch. I was so bored. Um, so I gained a significant amount of weight um, after my senior year of high school into my freshman year of college. Like I was in upwards of like 215, 220. Um, and then started taking a health class. Uh, and I went to community college, started taking a health class and decided like, I did not want this to be my lifestyle. Like I wanted a healthier lifestyle. My plan going into college was to work with athletes. Like I wanted to be an athletic trainer. I wanted to do rehab and I wanted to do all of that kind of work with athletes. And so um, decided in this like health class that I did not, I I wanted to be healthier. And the way I tell it to everybody is like, if I was going to have to run out onto a field to help an injured athlete, like who was going to come after me to save me because I'm out of breath and out of shape? <laughs> like, is there a backup trainer to like, come get me? Um, so then decided to, uh, pursue fitness. You can laugh. It's okay. <laughs> Should I the be thought, the thought of, <laughs> right? Like the thought of you like tripping right, into just the like, field on your way out to save dude, a player made me I, <laughs> And what's funny is like when I went to a, I transferred to a four-year college and when I transferred to a four-year college, I started out in athletic training and I'd worked with the football team, the swimming team, cheerleading and the wrestling team and out on the football field, I was, I had that mental flashback of like, can I make it across this field? But like at that point I had like lost a significant amount of weight. Like I was working out every single day. Um, so I was, I was capable of running out there and saving an athlete. But in my head, I had told myself for so many years, like, can I save my, can I save an athlete and myself? Like, can I make it out there? Uh, and so um, yeah, so lost a significant amount of weight, got into fitness uh, a lot, transferred to a four-year college, uh, and then decided to pursue athletic training a little bit more, um, a little bit harder, and then decided, I had a lot of indecisive moments, now saying this out loud, um, so then I got into the athletic training program and then decided I didn't want to do it, because I didn't like how long of the days they were. I wasn't. 19 mm. 20 years old and i i had to move back to college like three or four weeks early to work with the football team and we would have to get in there before the football team to like prep like ankle wrapping icing uh like a lot of prehab and then a lot of post work and like we would be the last ones to leave and i was a student 
and we'd be the last ones to leave um, the treatment center after a football player and then be back the next morning. I'm like, this is awful. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, it's great being out on the football field and working with athletes and working with like the different teams, but like all, like these are just long days and I'm in college. So change my major, switch my major from athletic training to kinesiology because I was like, all right, I'm going to go to PT school, like physical therapy school. And then I realized all the schooling that goes into physical therapy school. So I was like, mm, all right, we'll think about this a little bit later <laughs> down the road. And like, it's funny, my advisor and then now mentor, she like laughs at it all the time. She was like, you literally couldn't decide what you wanted to do. And I was like, no, I kind of still don't. But wow. yeah. Um, so then got a job as a personal trainer in North Carolina where I was going to school and hated it. I hated personal training 100%. It was miserable. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I was frustrated with my clients because I'm like, just listen to me. Just listen to what I have to say. <laughs> like, just do everything that I'm telling you. Um, and so I hated it. I was like, I never want to be a personal trainer ever again. And now look at my life. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so I hated it. Uh, quit that. Because uh, I was also commuting like two hours. I was commuting like an hour there and an hour back. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Jeez. And like, that's why you hated it. And I think that's probably really <laughs> why. Um, so quit that and then became a barista and then eventually moved back to Baltimore. Uh, moved back to Baltimore and then got a job as a person. I was like, all right, we're going to try this again because I really <laughs> like fitness. I really like helping people. We're going to give this another go. Um, and I remember telling my mentor. So what changed? Oh, a lot. Um, what changed like when I got the job or now? What changed in like, you said you hated personal training. So when you went back, it seems like, I mean, at least when we were working together, it seemed like you had fun. So what, what was different? What was different the second time around? So the second time was I had a lot of support. Like, um, yeah. So the gym that we, we came from, like, I came in there and I was like, I need, I need help. Like, I don't know how to be a trainer. Like I, like I know how, like from a mechanical standpoint and from like a physiology standpoint, like I know how to do that stuff, but I don't, I don't know how to sell training. I don't know like how to keep clients. Like I don't know how to communicate well with clients, things like that. And so um, I told him, I was like, I just need help. Like I got zero help the first time around. And I need help and I need to learn how to be better. And they were like, got it done. And that's, and so that's really what uh, changed it for me was like, okay, like I got a lot of help. I learned how to be a trainer and then um, grew in that environment into fitness management, which is what I actually love doing is it actually is kind of comes full circle. Cause I was like, I actually love teaching other trainers how to be trainers. And I think that's because I didn't get the support that I needed the first go round. Yeah. Um, and so then I was like, I refuse to let any other trainer come into this world and feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I'm going to give you all the tools that I can um, to be the best trainer that you, that you want to be. Um, and then once you've got all of my knowledge, like it's up to you to do what you can with it. And so so I think that that significantly changed it. And then I just had a lot of fun. Like I stopped being overwhelmed about it and stopped like overthinking it. And right. I was just like, I'm just going to have fun. And that's, I think that's what you guys saw a good bit was like, 
we're yeah. just going to have fun with this. Like any management, like frustrations, like I didn't want you, I would never want you guys to know about it. And so I would just kind of keep that to myself and be like, okay, as long as they're enjoying where they're working and what they're doing, then that's all that matters. And so, so then got into it and was like, this is a thousand times better. I actually really, really like this. Uh, and so now like I, right now with um, like this pandemic, like decided, okay, I'm going to branch out onto my own, see if I can do this on my own. Um, see if I can expand my reach a good bit as far as helping other trainers be better trainers, helping other like gym owners be good, uh, be better gym owners and kind of go from there. But like training people along the way, cause it's just fun for me now. So nice. There you go. Yeah. So good times, right? I know we did have good times. It was fun. I remember like our clients messing with us, messing with each other, messing yeah. with themselves and then us. <laughs> messing with each other messing with each other's clients it's just like one big like circle it was fun. fun yeah it was yeah. Just, yeah so a little bit about the three of us and kind of how we all know each other uh is so uh the gym that we all worked at the same gym um in in the maryland area and uh i think andrea was my first hire in this location so i, I was so. yeah i was in fitness yeah. management I had bounced to so the gym that we worked for had multiple locations. I had essentially worked in almost every location at that point. And so they had recently opened this one and um, went through a couple management shifts. And then I decided, okay, I'll step up. We'll do this. We'll make this right. Um, and Andrea was my first interview. She was my first interview, my first um, actual hire. Her and then another guy got hired together. We typically hired in twos just in case one didn't work out. We always ended up with one. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the two of us the made it. Plan. <laughs> well, you made it. One left. That one left, and then came back. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's usually what happens. So, um, Andrea was my one of my first hires in this in that management role. And then, fun fact about Jen, which Andrea, I don't think that you know. Um, Mm. One of Jen's good friends. Yeah, you, I mean, I hope so. Oh, this okay. is gonna be really one, I was like, where are we going with this? One of Jen's good friends <laughs> and then old co-workers is actually my stepsister. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So I had I seen pictures of Jen. I remember you asking me, you were like, do you know her? And I was like, I was like, how do you know her? And then I'm like, how do you know that I know Small her? Small world. She's at my family gathering sometimes. Yeah. Oh, she's a Facebook stalker. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had seen like <laughs> pictures of them and I'm like, is that her? I don't really know if that's her, but I'm not going to be awkward about it. But then I ended up being awkward about it because it's just what I do. It wasn't that awkward. Yeah. So we all have some kind of connection. And then Jen and Andrea work together um, as yeah. trainers of mine. Um, and now we're all, we're all even playing fields now. Individual right. business owners trying to make it out here <laughs> trying to in hustle. quarantine of 2020 gosh so okay so let me ask you then this like what are some we're all in very early stages of our business um right. and i only have a couple of questions for us but we're all very early stages of our business what struggles do you feel like um you've had to overcome thus far especially in a pandemic andrea's had more she's been in this longer than us but i don't know yeah, I mean the the struggle for me. I mean, 
one, I was not planning for this, like at all. It, it was an idea in my head that I thought would be fun and I didn't expect it to arrive so quickly. And so, um, just taking the leap and leaving, um, like a really positive and supportive and stable working environment, um, which is where we all worked, um, leaving that to do something so risky during the, a global (laughs) pandemic, um, was really terrifying. And so, I mean, that was obstacle number one. And then just like, just even finding a location for the gym where, you know, we have a bunch of members who want to keep this up, but like, we can't really go inside. So I need to find a gym that has an indoor and an outdoor. So I had to look at, you know, I looked at every possible warehouse in this neighborhood. Um, because we're in a global pandemic. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then, so once I found the place, just buying equipment also in a global pandemic, <laughs> apparently what happened is when every, when all the gyms shut down in March, everyone, including the two of you ran out to Dick's. Yep. We Gary sure did. And we invited you. <laughs> all of the equipment. Yeah. Didn't, I went to the grocery yeah. store. Yeah. We did we invite didn't you. Emerge. You didn't come. We were like, all right, we're leaving. We're going to go to Dick's Sporting Goods. And then we might go. I think we did go to. We like, went to Wegmans. Wegmans afterwards. We were like, we're going to go to the grocery store. What I mean, we're going to go to the, the Sporting Goods store. And then we're going to go get our snack. I bought snacks. You bought actual food. I bought, bought snacks. Yeah, what was left um, like early on. So you missed out. But we were in I, there I mean, with like all kinds of people. Oh like all right. kinds of people were. And they were just, I was thought in my head, I was like, I should have brought my business cards. I should have just like thrown <laughs> these guys out. In your head, you said that actually out loud. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. Like you guys are buying all Ooh. one pound dumbbells, but. I can help you. Who'd have thought? Even then, we didn't think it was going to be this bad. Like, we literally didn't think. That's the thing. I was like, well, what's two weeks off? I was prepared. I was prepared to not go to work for a very long time, and I was like, I was okay with it. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to go home and go to sleep, but then I ended up working. I ended up working harder at home than I did (laughs) when we were in the gym. We all were. Yeah, the virtual training was kind of a a weird learning curve, and I, I don't... I didn't love it, honestly. It was weird. It but is yeah, a so, little weird, but I'm kind of into not it. Not as weird as you would think it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Said it like when we first like heard about it, we were going to do it. I was like, "There's no way that's going to be." And right. then you all did it. Yeah, and we all did it. And then, but once you realized like this was kind of your only way to see people and talk yeah. to people, it was like, right. oh, I guess better than nothing. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just in my house on lockdown. Oh, lockdown. Just sitting here wondering yeah. when I'm going to leave. Or like, <laughs> did you guys have this yeah. thought? And I, this is deviating from the question that I asked, but did you guys have this thought? Like if you left your house that it was going to be like Independence Day, like something was going to be. Corona cloud. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I was really like. What we called it. We called it the Corona cloud. Like, like you could just catch it from like. Yeah. And outside. I was like, am I going to get it? Is a zombie going to walk up to me when I'm on my afternoon walk? Yeah, I really. Well, I I remember being more like, I was like, okay, they're really enforcing this now. If I get caught outside without a mask <laughs> or just outside in general, will I get arrested? Will I get I locked? Pick my partner up from work. Can I leave the house? Am I essential? What what are? Give me the details. Um, <laughs> what is essential? Yeah, right. what is essential? I, yeah, 
Mm, I don't know. Are we essential? I don't know. I don't even know. I would say so, yes. I don't think so. I was okay with not being an essential worker. <laughs> um, so yeah, to wrap up my struggles, I'd say purchasing equipment when there was none, everybody, I mean, still to this moment, I'm still trying to find plates. Um, so yeah, a lot, a lot of things to get through, but I mean, all, when all is said and done, I, it was a lot easier for me than I thought. I had a lot of support, a huge membership base that stuck around with us while we like worked out in the park gave me the opportunity to find a place. So as much of a struggle as it was, I had a huge, huge support system. So it, it all worked out well. So true. Jen, do you have any, do you have any struggles with, um, I mean, I'm starting your business. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Just kidding guys. Well, I mean, I think just kind of like Andrea, I don't think anyone saw this coming and no one was prepared. I definitely did not see myself owning my own business. I think when I originally got into fitness, I always thought like maybe one day I would own my own business, but like it was just way off. Like I thought way off, way down the line. I kind of probably was a little bit too scared to go for it. Um, And I think the pandemic was almost a blessing in disguise. I think it kind of just pushed me out of my comfort zone and was like, I mean, well, the time is now, if you were ever going to do it, (laughs) you may as well do it while while everything is so uncertain. Right. So it's kind of like, I mean, you never know what's going to happen these days. And I feel like if you just wait even longer, you'll just push it off, push it off, push it off. So yeah, I made that jump and decided to go out on my own. I left the stability of the place we came from. Um, and yeah, now, now I'm just trying to navigate this world of being a business owner. I mean, I have no background in it. I mean, I, you know, I'm learning as I go, pretty much feeling my way through it. <laughs> so I think that's the struggle. So now I'm just doing a lot of research, learning. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to get things rolling. I'm very new in this game. It's only been like probably less than a month for me now. Oh, true. Andrea's got like right on me. Yeah. yeah. You learn a lot. <laughs> you learn <laughs> a lot. something new every day. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm finding out very right. quickly. Like what is a tax time write off? Exactly. And you write off. I Isn't Google everything a tax write off at this point? Like I'm about to write off my mortgage. I'm straight still up. unsure. Well, we better find the right accountant. If you guys get a good accountant, let me know. If you guys know, no, if anybody I'm listening sure. that has a really He's great a accountant, accountant, call me. I've got a good accountant, Alex. I can. Okay, great. Up. We're gonna need that. There you I'm go. For sure, gonna need that. But what are your struggles besides finding a good accountant? <laughs> um, I think it's been a, just a change of pace. Like I'm just a very extroverted person. I think the biggest struggle for me is like the human interaction of now owning yeah. an, um, my own business because it's it's just me. Um, and so there's, I think that's like the biggest component. I like, I have the same struggles that both of you guys had and I didn't necessarily want to repeat those. Um, but I think that from a different kind of perspective is, is my biggest struggle is like, I have a very extroverted personality and, uh, not being interactive with like people on a day-to-day basis or just people who are regularly coming into the gym. That's probably the hardest part. And so I think like, and that's why I've become a little bit more aware of like mental health aspect of things because that has significantly like changed for me now being at home 98% of the time. Like like for the better, change for the better. Yeah, because I've become more aware and more self-aware, but then I've also like, okay, how do I deal with this now? Right now that I'm aware of these issues that might be going on. Like I made Jen download this app that frequently asks me 
throughout the day how I'm feeling. And I'm like, don't talk to me right now. I've literally never answered it either. I have one day and I was like, okay. But now like regularly ask me at different times of the day. I'm like, okay, this is not the time for you to be asking me how I'm feeling. So, um, yeah, but that, I would say for me that that's the biggest thing is just like my extroverted personality and dealing with that now working from home. Yeah, totally. Working for, so, working for myself. What things do you do to kind of help with that? Well, we started this like podcast. To, I know. Is this one of them? <laughs> this is for sure one of them. Where do you them. get your daily interaction from? Um, I call a lot of people during the day, whether they like it or not. Um, I try to schedule like regular meetings with people and like have meetings not through zoom calls if we can be like outside Mm -hmm. um I still have like a handful of clients that I see in person um like outside or like in their home gyms and things like that so I did do get that human interaction but um I would say that's kind of how I deal with them or I start a podcast with you guys it's been the go-to so far (laughs) um but yeah yeah, I'm excited about this yeah this is gonna be great um I appreciate you guys being open and honest um, in this first one. Like this is, can be a very odd uh, circumstance and a very odd like, okay, we're really kind of, is anybody actually listening? But we're listening to each other and that's, that's the biggest thing. And so I'm excited for the things to come in this podcast, the different topics to happen um, and, and really just, just the joy that we're going to get from this. Likewise, I like thinking <laughs> Like in my head right now, thousands of people are like, <laughs> yeah, this is so funny. I understand. <laughs> and it's probably our family. But that's and cool. My mom, my mom is listening. She's like, oh, she's so funny. <laughs> my mom will never find us. My client is, my clients are excited. They're like, ooh, send me the link directly. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, you're going to be well, excited. Hi, clients. Yeah. Say hey to all your clients. Hi, clients. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you guys sitting down with me, um, again, being vulnerable and sharing. And this is, this is the first of many people, the first of many. Stick around. Yeah. It only yeah, gets wait. better. We, better we age like one. Ooh, oh, yeah. I do. Okay. There you go. I do for sure. <laughs> I really had to come up with a metaphor on the fly there. That was good. I liked it. So, uh, but I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, make sure you guys share with your friends. Uh, Let people know that we're here. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, we'll take your concerns too. Let us know and we'll kind of get from there. Have a great day, guys. Rock on.